Welcome to Grounded Sounds. I'm Jen. And I'm Abel. And it's great to be here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever day this is. Well, November 16th. I think it's a Wednesday. It is, when we air every Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we usually don't record on Wednesday, so we just pretend every day is a Wednesday. Every day is a Wednesday somewhere, right? Yeah. Well, Abel, you and Carrie just got back from an event at the Spice Shop. We did. We uh, are featured this quarter, two months, whatever, in Edible magazine. That's awesome. Which is nice. Uh, Jen and Aaron Snow over at Edible do a fantastic job, and we had their... Launch party for the issue right before we came over, so I brought spicy popcorn and some cookies and stuff to the studio. We have some great snacks in the studio today. Mm-hmm. You brought some snacks. You I did. I brought some guacamole and salsa from our Halloween party None yesterday. None of this is sponsored, but if you'd like to sponsor <laughs> right, guacamole <send> or <laughs> cookies. Popcorn. Popcorn would be, I, I might be able to work on kernels and candies. Mm, that would be wonderful. Popcorn's one of my favorites. But yes, what's new with you, Jen? Listen to anything cool lately? Mm, not really. I've been listening to a lot of Monster Mash over the weekend because my four-year-old uh, was really excited about that song. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's about it. Uh, for what's your favorite holiday song or Halloween song? Halloween song, Thriller, of course. Really, you gotta get yeah, gonna Have you ever heard that song, um, R-E colon Your Brains? No. Yeah. <laughs> Steven no, Stephen has. Jonathan Colton, all we want to do is eat your brains. <laughs> no, but I'll have to check that out. <laughs> it's probably my favorite Halloween song. I'm currently. sad Halloween's over. Again, this will be November 16th, but so it's way over. But It's been over for a while. Yeah, it's, I know. I'm still nostalgic for Halloween. It, it went fast. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving is, is coming up next. It is, and Thanksgiving is a big time year at Savory Spice Shop. So for all of your holiday cooking and festivities, stop on by and we'll set you up with the spice. What do you guys do for Halloween, or for not Halloween, for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Uh, well, you know, this year, yesterday, Carrie and I determined that we were going on full-blown, selfish, we're pregnant mode. Mm-hmm. Like, As tomorrow. you should. I actually, finally, the, the listeners should know that I finally got Carrie to sit on the couch with me today <laughs> in the studio. She's yes, right Carrie's here. here. She's she's sandwiched in between you and I. I had, to, I had to shame her into it by telling her that Dustin sat next to you when he stopped by. <laughs> he did. But, um, it's, it's very cozy. I no, love we're it. Full, we're going full blown. We are pregnant and we will go to family gatherings if we can. Yeah, so, if you feel like it. I love, I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays just because it's all about cooking stuff. And since I cook stuff a lot, then... I mean, last year I totally overblew Thanksgiving at Carrie's parents' house. I did, <laughs> I did turkey breasts that were brined and marinated and smoked and wrapped in bacon and glazed. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. That like, sounds that's, amazing. <laughs> and, and it was great because you can always tell who has the best turkey because it's gone. Right. <laughs> so maybe we need to have a friendsgiving and maybe have you guys should. over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'd love to do friendsgiving. I We've know. talked about that before, but that would be awesome. I love that. Let's do it. Yeah. Carrie, pick up a mic. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll share mine with you, Carrie. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm like, Thanksgiving is one of my very favorite holidays now as well as I get older because you just eat sure. and sit around and it's fabulous. It's it wonderful. Seems like, it seems like every other holiday, well, not every other, a lot of other holidays kind of have some sort of uh, ulterior motive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like presents and stuff. Yeah. Christmas has gotten a little overboard. When birthdays and Christmas. Well, I mean, you know, like today I walked in because I'd been out away from the shop for a minute or two and my workers are playing Michael Bublé Christmas songs. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Not there yet. <laughs> we will listen to Thanksgiving songs. If that's a thing. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I've never I heard any. Like but... <laughs> Michael Bublé Christmas songs during Christmas season. Alone before Thanksgiving. I mean, I love Christmas music. I love Christmas, but you know, I used to live by Penn Square Mall, and that was a nightmare oh, during yeah. Christmas. I was I like, oh, this is just in Penn Square Mall for everybody's just consuming and cranky, and ever, the traffic is. Have awful. you ever heard uh, the Christmas Unicorn? No. Song by Sufjan Stevens. No, I will have to listen. It's so great. Yeah. Jump in for sure. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) yes, we we do have guests in the studio today that we can talk about holidays with. We have Bobby Griffith from City Press, and we have Tyler Hopkins as our artist. Hello. Hello. Good evening or morning. (laughs) Yeah, a couple years ago. Do you guys know uh, Jeff Eaton? Twitter guy, Jeff Eaton. He has an insurance agency in Arena. 
One time he put up on Twitter, and I'd met Jeff like once before. He was like, I'm going to see Sufjan Stevens play a Christmas show in Dallas. I've got an extra ticket. Does anyone want to go? And I was, was like, in yeah, I want to go see Sufjan. And we went down there, and Sufjan Stevens played Christmas music for two hours straight. Yeah. And I think he closed it down with Christmas Unicorn. Mm, and wow. it's been my favorite Christmas song ever since. That would it's, be an amazing show. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. And he didn't just play. He play, You know, he brought out some of the hits, but... Uh, he had this huge wheel, like as tall as the ceiling in here. And every once in a while, one of his elves would like spin it, and it had all these traditional Christmas songs on it, and he'd just play one of them. Well, I was going to, he has a whole Christmas album. Oh, he has. Uh, he has, he has, he has like Christmas 11 albums. Christmas albums. And they're okay. like four record sets. Like yeah. there's 48 tracks. Well, it all. used to be, I think it started out as just like a friends and family album that he would do every year. It was like five or six songs. Uh-huh. And so somehow through. Well, and a lot of those would get recorded in his apartment in Brooklyn. Yeah. Because yeah. one of my friends, his nieces are on um, a few of the songs. He just records them on his iPhone. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. On the first album set. Yeah, yeah. And then he eventually just boxed it up into like a a box set of like, I don't know, 800 songs or something. Yeah, because they're all like 50 songs or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, he's one of my favorites over Christmas time to listen to. He he was credited on on the Vertigris album. Oh, yeah. He and Bo are friends. Bo Jennings. Are they actually yeah, friends? Or yeah, they're friends in, when, okay. when Bo was living in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was looking at the Vertigris album the other day, and I was like, Sifion's on We were actually talking about, I don't know if I should even mention this, but <laughs> we <Yes>. were texting. <laughs> Tell all. <laughs> a text group that involves Bo Jennings, and he was playing an event. And they asked him to play a patriotic song. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so we were all putting forth our ideas of what a patriotic song would be that probably wouldn't fit in line with what they asked for. I, I suggested all 24 verses of the Star Spangled Banner. Nice. Uh, but then Bo just quoted some song uh, that, that Sufjan had that was cool. It was a take on, I think... I don't it may have been part of the Star Spangled Banner that was kind of turning it on its head, and nice. it's pretty fantastic. So what I'm hearing is, between us knowing remotely Bo Jennings, we could probably get Sufjan Stevens on here. Well, on the podcast, we'll have to. We'll this would be his type of room. Call right? Bo. Yeah, yeah. This is a great room. Let's see why not. This is a great I Sufjan know, right? room, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I the thought that came into my mind when I walked into this room Where's was Sufjan yeah. Stevens in here. I have no idea. I mean, it feels like he should be. Like his angel wings could be hanging over totally. the corner. That's right. We're gonna make it happen, Jen. Okay, it's like how I like how Abel tweeted Jason Isbell directly, <laughs> directly, and then I called his agent. Yes, directly, and then the yes. guy from Thirty Tigers was over at Twenty One C. Yeah, I got to see day. him speak. He was wonderful. He did cool. a great job. I I know. I asked him if he was going to stick around um in town and i because we had a podcast the next day yeah. and he's like no i'm leaving but uh he next definitely time. said he'd yeah um next time i email is some of his agents have him get me back yeah he was really cool, <laughs> cool. very cool guy um so what's up guys hey how's it going it's going all right good well i'm excited to talk to you guys um i've been able to talk to you both kind of individually and so it's good to have you both together but bobby we'll we'll start with you because um you have a pretty th- cool thing going over at City Prez. Uh, you really have, you guys have opened up your church sanctuary as a secular venue over the past, what, two years? Is it? Uh, yeah, it's been a little over two. I think the the first thing we did, uh, Jim Burns, uh, when he was not in England, uh, would do a Midtown, what was it called? Midtown Music Festival. And we did his sec. We hosted his second one. So it was about. It was November, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. I believe actually the Midtown Songwriter series predated did it? that. Oh no, just, it did. I'm just sorry. For the I'm record. sorry. Oh, and in but fact, was, Jim messaged me to ask how bad. to get in touch with City Press. But I was gonna the origin. <laughs> Not of to that. be a stickler for you know <laughs> right. the details, but you know <laughs> the origin of that. The origin of that is Tyler Hopkins. No. So uh, it starts in Norman in 2011 ish. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we were having lunch at the diner. Um, we had a mutual friend who yeah, told had, us that we would probably like each other. Yeah. We happened to work in the same building. I, I didn't think, know it. <laughs> we had no idea. Yeah. Because, you know, the only time we'd see each other is like in the men's room. And so you just like don't talk. No. Guy you don't make eye contact. You. Hold right. your peace while you, you hold your peace. Right. Yeah. Right. Just, you don't want to be quiet. awkward. Yeah. No awkwardness. <laughs> 
Um, so, you know, after that for well over a year of like, huh, there's that guy. Don't talk to him. Uh, we had lunch and, um, we talked about, uh, so city Prez was in its pre infant. Uh, it was an embryo. And, uh, <laughs> before we started meeting, uh, we're a newer church started in 2012 and, uh, Tyler and I were talking about, uh, ways to, um, have different venues in Oklahoma City that would be more conducive for artists. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the idea of um, if City Press ever had a building, how that could be used to uh, partner uh, with the music scene and uh, leave the doors, uh, open the doors for, vin- for events and shows uh, at low to no cost. And that way artists could make more money or chart or, or not have a cover and uh, could have a chance to uh, play music away in a way that they want to um, and dictate their own terms. Uh, and it happened. Mm-hmm. And the first show was a Midtown Songwriter Series show with uh, it was Tyler Bo Jennings and Chase, Chase Kirby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, favorites. Love you guys. And so, you know, after Chase played at City Prez, he ends up on The Voice. So, and after, good luck. you know, and after Twin Peaks played City Prez, they ended up on Conan. So, you know, <laughs> who, knows? Say, who knows? May or may not be a springboard to fame. So. <laughs> That's right. You do a Play in a holy <laughs> sanctuary. You never know what can happen. Uh, but you will get famous. We know that for a fact. Yeah. I mean, look at Tyler. Mm-hmm. An up and coming attorney. Uh, so we played the first show. They played the first show there. Uh, and what we do with Midtown Songwriter Series, and Tyler will talk more about that, is it's really a symbiotic relationship between the church and Tyler. Uh, and Tyler finds three great artists. We've had some of the most amazing artists in our state uh, play. Uh, just amazing artists. And it's 10 bucks to get in. 100% of that money goes to the artists. Uh, the church provides uh, complimentary beer and water. Water for anyone beer for 21 and over, <laughs> communion wine if you come on Sundays. Uh, and uh, Oh, you can drink communion wine, right? Is that the policy you guys have? for me. You'd be a member of the clergy to get that deal. Okay. Man of the cloth. Uh, so uh, the artists uh, are, in a, are in a nice space that sounds beautiful. They can play as long as they want. They can interact with the crowd. There's no smoke. Um, our lighting is a minimum, and the shows have all just been spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have. I agree. I mean, I've been able to attend a handful, and they're wonderful. It, it's an amazing space. It, I mean, you know, it's a sanctuary that was constructed before there were sound systems, so mm-hmm. it's constructed to sound great without a sound system, and uh, you don't really need a whole lot in that room, which is great. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful room and I feel like there's also just this kind of sense of, I don't know, awe, whether you're religious or not, you know, people who come in, it's just a, a kind of a reverent attitude. And as a songwriter up there sharing and playing, I mean, you can't get that at a bar anywhere in town, really any other venues in town that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um, except for maybe some of the listening rooms, um, you know, like the blue door or something like that. But it's it's a completely different feel. Kind of like a, uh, mm-hmm. you ever been to show at the Ryman Auditorium? Yeah. Yes. It is. At, it at does the original. Feel. Yeah, the original. The yeah. OG Ryman built out of the, an old church. The OG is and, amazing. Uh, the sound in there, and like you say, the, well, that might just be because it's the original Grand Old Opry. But <laughs> There's a little <laughs> little extra cash. The first time that. I walked in there, it was definitely a reverent type I can't believe I'm standing here type situation but same type deal built out of an old sanctuary Mm -hmm. yeah I was going to ask about the space because that the church itself has been there for how long I believe it was built in either 1920 or 1925 it's beautiful yeah yeah it was constructed um the architects who designed the building are the same architects who designed the midtown plaza court Mm -hmm. uh and so they, they have a few, a f- they have a few other build, uh, kind of uh, prominent buildings in the state. And so I, that original congregation that was there, Pilgrim Congregational, um, was founded shortly after statehood. 
and that was the church of the Gaylords. Oh, so okay. Who knows what Mr. Gaylord would think? The OG Gaylord would think about it now. <laughs> um, maybe it's not big enough. That Maybe that's what he would think. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> getting bigger and better. Um, no, you're, the space is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you had a little bit, um, when I got to talk to you about this before, because mm-hmm. um, you, are, you were holding the shows in the sanctuary yeah. and having, you know, maybe Coop beer or whoever you guys have sponsor. Yeah. Uh, so you had a few, maybe uh, members push back a little bit mm-hmm. or <laughs> so tell us, I want to know about that. I'm just curious how, how it went over. Uh, Cause yeah. one of the first shows was at horse thief. That yeah. The first big thing. show was, yeah. So yeah, the first, so mid, uh, yeah. So the Midtown music festival, I think was what gave uh, Cameron from horse thief the idea because that lineup in Midtown Music, um, uh, the, the the vinyl show on the Spy when it was on, they they did this just gorgeous episode, and Tallows played, and Stardeath, and a few other bands, and then Cameron contacted me via Tyler, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he yeah. texted me over Thanksgiving, and then Tyler and I, and then Cameron and I talked, and so Horse Thief played in January of 2015, and it was a free show. I think Coors Light sponsored it, and <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't, in, in the Bible Belt, who doesn't think that a giant Coors Light truck in a church parking lot makes complete and utter sense? City Presbyterian, bro. Yeah. 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 I grew up Catholic, so... My, my, only, my only, like, objection would be, like, well, Coors Light's, like, lake beer and not <laughs> right. beer I choose to drink. Because yeah. you have good craft beer whenever you... We do. Sorry, so Coors, for Midtown but. Songwriter Series, there's, there's good beer. Mm-hmm. Here's the important uh, question. Is the communing wine cold activated? That's what really <laughs> matters. It is kosher. <laughs> uh, and and so I, I think that show over five hundred people came. It was it was a great night. Chad Mount did some really cool visuals, and it was it was a great show. It was beautiful. And yeah, there was pushback. And I, I think in a place like Oklahoma. And it could be anywhere, really. Uh, there are differing opinions on how you use a space. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did have some pushback because some folks did not appreciate the space being used that way. And, and really, our posture uh, has been that we see ourselves in relationship with the community, not to the community. And so areas where we can partner in community endeavors, and it's not just music. Although music, I mean, gets the most publicity, which we don't care about the publicity, and we're not trying to say, come come on Sunday morning. Um, we don't pass out flyers or anything like that. Uh, we just want to be hospitable. But we host for Urban Land Institute events, community meetings. If, if someone wants needs to use it and it's a legitimate reason, we're pretty amicable about that. But I have a... I like music, and uh, as an introvert, it's great to be able to just stand in the balcony and watch by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. And not pay to come in. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we dealt with some pushback. Uh, we lost some folks over it. Um, but I think in the long run, it was worth it because it helped us uh, – really to kind of fulfill one of the things that we want to do, and that is be a partner with what's going on in Oklahoma City and to be a hospitable place, even for people who might not come on Sunday, uh, but to know that, but to at least offer an olive branch to say, we care about you, we care about uh, your craft, and we want to see artists treated well. Sure, yeah. Well, and I, I didn't realize you guys had lost some people over that. Yeah, um, we did. I, which is, I think that's a big testament to your church and, and you know, really what, what you guys do find important. But, yeah. I mean, that that what Bobby just said, that's what he told me like five years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we first met, he said, someday I'm going to have a church. I mean, at that, <laughs> like literally City Prez was not... Even I mean, it, it wasn't even really much of an idea at that point. It was I a imagine. business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that. so he said, someday I'm going to have a church. Someday that church is going to have a building. And uh, I want to we, we want to be a part of the music scene and offer our building as, as, you know, a place to come and play. And it's not a 
you know, come and listen to some music and we'll slip some Jesus in the back door. And as a musician, I mean, that was what I was really looking for was, you know, I, I don't have a problem playing in churches, but I don't want to want people to come to my shows and think that they're going to feel like they're going to be proselytized to, you know, yeah. uh, just come out and, and appreciate some music and it's supported by the church because it's a part of the community. And that's what Bobby, you know, explained to me. And, uh, and I mean, that's really what it's become. And yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty great to see. And, and it's also, it's a little, it's a little disconcerting how surprised people are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, because there are a lot of people who are like, wait, wait, you're having this thing in a church. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, are you, is this like a church thing? I'm like, no, I don't go to the church. It's not a church organized event. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, and there's beer? I'm like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just people like enjoying music and, and, and inviting the community in. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I think one of the funniest moments, uh, Ryan Drake hosted a, uh, even Ryan Drake is invited. <laughs> Ryan Drake hosted. You mean he doesn't like turn into like a pillar of salt the second he steps over the. He doesn't. Okay. So Ryan Drake held a fundraiser for one of his friends and and uh, Josh Saley, JB, Bolsey, and someone else played. I can't remember who. Oh, Chelsea Cope. Yeah, Elms. I remember that show. Yeah. That and show. someone had a beer, and they stopped at the from the little foyer area in the sanctuary, and they were like, am I allowed? And I was like, we were like, come on in. He's like, well, how do you know? I'm like, well, I'm the minister. <laughs> <laughs> Look what's in. Yeah, I'm holding a beer. I'm holding a beer. I've got, I've if I can have beers. a beer, yeah. you can have a beer. I will just say that there have been very few times that I've ever stepped into City Prez and met Bobby up there where he didn't have a glass of whiskey in my hand. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but Stephen will edit that. <laughs> I know we grabbed a great little drink at Savings and Loan. We have Anthem in the studio. We're we're all set today. Especially since this is sponsored by Anthem. Yes, yeah. it is. We love Anthem. I'm drinking a golden one right now. It's delicious. One of their best Ooh. brews. <laughs> well, you guys, you really were put. You put yourselves. Not that this was your intention, but you put yourselves on the local music map very quickly um, as soon as Midtown Songwriters started and Horse Thief and, you know, JB Show and all that stuff. And I I think it's such a a really amazing um, thing that you guys are doing because especially when you guys started this, a lot of our venue, we're going through a lot of venue transitions. Like we're losing a lot Mm -hmm. of our venues. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was... We lost a lot right before that. That was actually a big part that precipitated... The, the idea, honestly. Yeah, because, I mean, there was nowhere to play for artists, yep. you know, and nowhere uh, that really kind of had, well, I mean, there were places, but that we were losing a lot of them. And so I just, you know, you guys started to gain a lot of momentum and attention pretty quickly when you opened your doors to doing that. And, um, you know, on, on our end, we're local business and local music, and we just think that you guys are doing an awesome thing. Thank you. You know, I yeah. agree. Thank you, Bobby. Anthem. <laughs> Anthem. Thank you, City Press, sponsored by Coors. <laughs> Coors Brewery, Brewery City On a Press podcast Brewery. sponsored by Anthem. <laughs> That's right. We will not mention Coors. Drink on Anthem podcast. over Coors. <laughs> right. If you have a brain or taste buds. <laughs> if you care about Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't think anybody from Coors is ever going to listen to this podcast. So <laughs> who knows? I mean, if they want to send over some beer, they are not allowed, actually, because Anthem... <laughs> totally is our exclusive It will be sponsor. rejected. Yes, it will. We'll have to mm-hmm. turn it away. Um, so do you guys have... You, so right now it's kind of the holidays, so it's a little bit slow as far as shows. Do you guys... So, But you do you anticipate picking up after the new year, doing some stuff and... Yeah. Yeah. I, well, the Midtown Songwriter Series, um, we're, we've kind of put a hold on things for a little while. Um, we're kind of revamping really what the series is. Um, a lot of that entails getting some sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking at some local businesses that can uh, give us some sponsorship money so that we can go out and bring in bigger acts. Mm-hmm. Cause what we've been doing is we've been taking, you know, three local songwriters, um, and, and basically curating a show out of that, um, but really what we're seeing is, is that I, th- I think the better route is to try and bring in a bigger 
um, you know, more national name and then pair up two local songwriters with them. Yeah. Um, and so if we can bring in some sponsorship, and I mean, this is a nonprofit thing. I mean, none of us get paid. <laughs> Nobody makes any money from it except for the artists, which is, that's our goal. And we mm -hmm. want to try and keep it artists focused. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely. And I mean, really, honestly, like I'd have to play five or six blue note shows in order to get paid the same amount. <laughs> I went for a midtown sorry yeah, series I mean, show sometimes. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, but you know, we still need even a bigger, I mean, I mean, you know, I, it, really what it came down to was once we realized that we couldn't even book John Moreland anymore, um, who I played dozens of shows with, yeah. uh, you know, you can't book them for under a, couple grand now um which is great that's a fantastic problem because john moreland deserves yeah. 10 times that amount of money yeah. Yeah, uh, for every amazing. show but um you know in order to bring them in we, we just don't have the money to you know be able to do a door deal mm -hmm. so we're bringing in some some something else someone to spot to uh, partner with us mm -hmm. so that we can kind of grow this thing yeah um and and make it something really um bigger and something that that more people will uh you know mark on their calendars every three months to to come to so. yeah well a little we'll give a little fun fact for our podcast so um November 9th, which was last Wednesday, <laughs> we just had uh, Liz Johnson on our in our studio and yeah. on our podcast, who is a part of your internal team. Yep. Yep. Uh, Liz is great. Yes. She's fantastic. We just love her. And um, so, yeah, I know you, you've you kind of assembled this this team to start to move forward with some of the yeah, things. Yeah, and a lot of that was Liz, honestly. <laughs> because she's a go-getter. She, oh, she, she, so awesome. she came to one of the shows and loved it and asked if there was any way to help. And I said, yeah, it's... Probably not going to continue if I'm doing it by myself. <laughs> so if you want to be a part of it, and then we assembled a you know a team with uh, a guy named Mike Allen, who's a fellow musician and an artist, and then uh, Joe Selby, who's a, another musician that plays in a couple bands with me. And so uh, now we've got a team of people actually doing it, which is great because mm -hmm. I am not organized enough to t do it all on my own. So, uh, well, it's a lot of work and you guys yeah. do a great job. And, um, you know, one of my favorite, uh, the shows I've been to, I just have loved. Um, but when you brought in Audra May, I mm -hmm. mean, my yeah. heart just melted. Oh my goodness. She was amazing. <laughs> well, she, she was. We, we actually went to high school together. That's what she said on state. I mean, yeah. I just was listening to kind of what, you know, her dialogue about your relationship as far as friends and yeah, or knowing each other in mm -hmm. high school. Yeah. I mean, uh, she, she's, fantastic i mean she she was in high school you know she was involved in musical music theater and everything and and then she goes out to la and starts writing songs and selling songs to miranda lambert and she oh, she had like four celine songs dion. on celine dion's newest record really? and all yes. sorts of stuff like that i mean she's big time now and, she and that's is. and she deserves it yeah she, she's definitely yeah. incredibly talented yeah and from oklahoma and mm -hmm. yeah proud that she's She's from our state. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. a redhead. I mean, yeah. <laughs> any fellow redheads. Gingers have to stick together. <laughs> I know. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, you you put a lot of work into it. So I'm glad that you had a team. I remember I saw you guys at Guy Uti's, which is one of yeah. our local places on 23rd Street. Is that how you uh -huh. pronounce it? Uh, yeah. Gaiuti. Gaiuti. Gaiuti was an ugly pig. Yeah, yeah. from the fish That's song. A fish song. <laughs> uh -huh. That's right. Um, which we've mentioned them before. I went to high school with Wayne Allen, who. We should bring them on. Yeah, we should. We should get they him do a music, here. right? That's local yeah. business and music all in one. Yeah, he used to be in a band called Green Lemon, which oh, was yeah. a jam band that, yeah, they were Amazing. awesome. Yep. So, um, yeah, so you guys are kind of regrouping right now, but you're mm -hmm. anticipating, hopefully. So, yeah, any listeners the out there who want to support Midtown Songwriter Series? Yeah, yeah. Keep, uh, we're on Facebook, you know, um, we're on, on Twitter, um, and then. It, we'll hopefully have some sort of announcement here in the next couple months about uh, something. I'm kidding. Yeah, we're, we're bringing in Sufjan. <laughs> that was terrible. Listen Great here, I'm guaranteeing it that we'll bring a Sufjan Stevens cover band to cover <laughs> 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 band. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in real small lettering on the poster. Oh yeah, all that legalese on there. I, had, I once had a band practice, one band practice, as a um, Neutral Milk Hotel cover band. Oh, pretty sweet. So one band practice <laughs> one only. One band practice. <laughs> Chris, Did go much further? Christmas of 2010, I was in a, for just the Christmas season of 2010, I was in a 
Sufjan Stevens Christmas, but the electric songs only cover band. Nice. <laughs> and we played like awesome. we played like three shows in Norman. And it was only the electric guitar songs on his songs for Christmas album. That's so, great. <laughs> so, Bobby, so, so you're it was an like artist. thirty songs, right? No, I'm not. I'm okay. <laughs> I hack I hack a guitar. I was like the third guitar on the band. <laughs> but the first left-handed guitarist. The only left-handed guitarist. Just the first. You and it was my it idea. <laughs> well, we love lefties too. I'm I'm a lefty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since we're like post-election, it, it's so shocking to me that Hillary Clinton won Oklahoma. Right? <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, who would have thought? I know. That was a shocker. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I don't know, 48 right? states. Apparently everybody just stayed home. I yeah. <laughs> All of those ma- ballot issues. Failed. (laughs) (laughs) So rigged. Yeah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know. Yeah, we are. We are post-election. This anthem is so warm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. We're we're really excited. (laughs) um, Well, uh, tell us a little bit about you as an artist, Tyler, because you do all. That was a good segue. Well, I know. I know. I mean, we can keep talking about this. The, for, I mean, the past election, we can keep talking about that. Yeah, yes. I think we, yeah. All of the things that transpired recently that we all. <laughs> we probably have a pretty specific listenership. I mean, there's not much we can say on here that would probably, you know, piss people off too still, much. still picking up new listeners though, right? I hope so. Not after tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this is the I will make sure that that is ruined. <laughs> no. No you new know, listeners after We like having show. an open platform to discuss whatever. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, people are like, what is this turning into? <laughs> <laughs> it, it turns into a lot of different things in different episodes, you know? Well, I mean, you bring on a lawyer and a guy is about to write his dissertation on politics and <laughs> history. It's a third of the way done. <laughs> no, this is an interesting it, 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 one. It can, it can go into some uh, pretty interesting rabbit holes. I know. I kind of want to know. They have nothing to do with music or... <laughs> We did about 10 minutes on the Sturgis Bike Rally a few weeks ago. We did. <laughs> we, at no, the Sturgis bar- no, Bike Rally? we were rally? talking to Nick knows about it, and <laughs> Jen's sitting over on the couch like... Falling asleep. I, like. no <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We went off on a Gatorade for a good 20 minutes mm. with... <laughs> oh, with... Uh, <laughs> LTZ. LTZ, yeah, yep. man. Yep. The we man f- is passionate about his Gatorade. Yeah, yeah, he is. Green Apple. Yeah, <laughs> he brought us some as I well. Didn't know that Green apple Green, Gatorade. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. thing. Which I don't even think anybody from Gatorade will listen. So it does. Like, I didn't I like it. I haven't got that sponsorship <laughs> check yet. So. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't seen any money from Gatorade or Coors. So. Only Anthem. <laughs> Only Anthem. <laughs> and Papa Jones. If you, if you just got done running a marathon, crack open a golden one by Anthem. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Plenty <refreshing>. of electrolytes. <laughs> Carbs. Carbless. Lots of carbs. <laughs> Delicious. So good. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Music? We were talking about, yeah, <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> like, how many bands are you in, Tyler? I know. Like 57? You were in so uh, many it's, amazing it's projects. A, it's a revolving door, I think. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a bass player. And so, you know, if you're a bass player or you're a drummer and you have your stuff together, I, I'm like, can we, can we cuss on shit. this? Yeah. We can hey, say shit? Okay. Totally. You probably shouldn't have told me that because... <laughs> I cuss all day long, so. We just got uh, a little E next to the podcast. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, that's really? fucking perfect. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. Explicit. <laughs> well, uh, Not for children. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. Uh, my kid was going to listen to this. <laughs> I know. I listen to it in the car with my four-year-old all the time, so, well, you know, it's just going to have to learn. They're going to have to learn those words at some point. <laughs> that's right. Just better, learn how to pronounce them correctly. <laughs> if you can use a cuss word in a complete sentence then it's okay yeah that's listen right. here kids just be intentional about uh, it <laughs> now i uh what, what were what did you ask me uh, about oh, bands. your bands yeah and well, getting I, your shit together <laughs> yeah. and getting my shit together i uh well i'm a bass player and so i get i get asked to you know fill in with people all the time and like now i'm i'm filling in with Bo all the time which is great mm-hmm. so anytime michael trepanier uh gets sick um which I need to figure out ways just to slip stuff in his food so that he starts getting sick. Uh, I get to fill in, which is great. Uh, but then I also I play with like Sherry Chamberlain and I used to play with Allie Harder for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I played with the Nims and a band called Black Canyon. Yeah. Riley Jansen, whenever he decides to play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
probably some more people out there that I can't think of, but yeah, kind of, uh, great projects. I know. Try and stay busy. Yeah. Which you say you're an artist, but it's like you're over there tearing up the guitar as well. Like (laughs) you say you're a bassist, but yeah. So, yeah, well, I, uh, I, I identify as a bass player, I would say. Okay, because uh, you're really good at the acoustic guitar. Well, right I appreciate that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my mind, if you listen to the way I play, I play an acoustic like a bass player too, to some degree. I always have the, the bass line going, any, anything else that I'm doing. So, mm. uh, But with your solo stuff, you just usually play guitar. Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I've mainly, for the most part, I, I've always just played solo. I, I put a band together about, five years ago yeah. uh, for the first time uh, after I did a record mm-hmm. and we play every once in a while as well. But, um, I play a lot of solo shows too. So yeah. I'd like to start playing some more. I've got a lot of new material that I need to work out. So oh, tell us about it. Oh, well, mm-hmm. um, I, I just got a bunch of songs that have just been sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I have about, I don't know, 30 or 40 songs that I need to record and start putting on records. I'm really bad at I really enjoy the process of songwriting. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm done with a song that like, I just, I get worn out thinking about like laying down everything and, you know, sitting down and recording all of it. I've got all the gear and, and everything. I know how to do it, but it's so much more time consuming and laborious than just like sitting down with a glass of whiskey and my songbook and, trying to bang out some new songs. That's a lot more enjoyable to me. That's the process that I like, which is great, but it also means that I just have a shit ton of songs that are just sitting there not being listened to by anybody, but my girlfriend when she's in the other room. (laughs) Amazing. Go hang out at uh, Jen's office. They have a I know. I was going to say Lunar Manor. Yeah. Graham Colton was here last week. That's right. And we're airing next. Sounded like a lot of fun over there. It's a a racquetball court. I'm I'm just waiting for. (laughs) Oh, really? Well, it's not used as a racquetball court anymore. Tennis courts, racquetball courts. You guys have a sauna. That's what I need. It's a recreational center. The church is a sauna at City Press. Oh, there is a sauna at City Press. It's amazing. I've never used it. Carrie, we're changing Thursdays. <laughs> I've never coming been invited to Scotch and Sauna thir- Thursdays. Yeah, maybe uh, I'll start attending, coming over to the sauna. <laughs> everybody, anybody listening to this podcast is invited to Scotch and Sauna Thursdays, Thursdays <laughs> at City Press. Bring Scotch. Scotch oh, it's B Y O S. The church does not provide the scotch. <laughs> what about blackberry just scotch? Kidding. You guys are providing you, the sauna. You guys okay with blackberry know, scotch? That's true. Just it's probably not really scotch. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Flavored scotch is the best kind of scotch. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> we talk about scotch a lot on our show because we like it a lot, and yeah. we try to encourage people to send it over. And no one, <laughs> still, no one has sponsored us a bottle of Lagavulin 16. But if you want to. <laughs> Ulterior motives. The Lagavulin 8 that came out this year for their 200th anniversary is awesome. I Mm. saw that over at Freeman's the other day, and they've been telling me that it's awesome. And it only costs $150 a bottle. No, it's about 60 bucks. Is it about the same as the 16? We could split it, Abel. We'll split Uh, it. I would buy two, one to drink, one to keep. Okay. Okay. And then also uh, the Glenmorangie Milson uh, that they released last year for their 200th anniversary. Oh, wait, no, it was this year. Or was last year? It's amazing to you. Is that the one in the it's, tan box? No, it's the one that's like the candy stripe okay. box. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know what I want to know. It's like a dessert scotch. <laughs> Have any of you tried the uh, bird dog peach scotch? Because it, it is unbelievable. It's out of this world. I think there no. was a party <laughs> at your oh, yeah. house. Only, only bird dog at my house. Where, where we carve pumpkins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have an annual and yeah. carving. I may have had some. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you may have had. I haven't gotten into the flavored else. scotches. It's it, it, it's for the record. It it's not actually scotch. I was joking. Oh, it's okay. whiskey and oh, okay. it's terrible. <laughs> whiskey in quotation marks. Moonshine in quotation It's not moonshine. It is bird dog. It started out with bird dog cinnamon whiskey. But sometimes you can't find <laughs> so the like cinnamon whiskey. It's like a, an alternative to fireball. But here's the key. It comes with its own catchphrase. Nice. Because the rule in my house is 
You get a uh, a bottle of bird dog, and that you have doggle. to drink it straight out of the bottle. That doggle, and you got to pass it around. <laughs> oh. And every time you take a sip, you got to go. That doggle <laughs> hunt. <laughs> like, telling you, nothing gets a party started faster than a bottle of bird dog. Right? All right. And if anyone from Bird Dog is listening, <laughs> That's yes, right. you could sponsor the Midtown. You could sponsor Tyler oh, Hopkins. I'm not be- talking about Tyler Hopkins, the artist. I'm Screw talking about the Tyler Hopkins, the Tyler individual. Hopkins. Just a Person, just yes. the person. person, yes, my just entire your life. life. Actually, I know I, I need to hold out for better than Bird Dog. <laughs> Somebody's gonna sponsor my entire life. I need something at least a little bit better. I feel like you need to come back on the podcast and oh, bring some Bird Dog, and we will do, we'll do the it. ritual. You yes. know, I have, <laughs> I have a leftover bottle at my house from a bachelor. Do you have party an open bottle in your ago. car? <laughs> I should have brought it. I thought about bringing it actually, I thought about bringing it for Bobby. It is Bird Dog Blackberry, I'm pretty sure. Mm. All right. Nice. And it is more awful than you would imagine. <laughs> it is every bit as terrible. But is that awful? That might be amazing. Yeah, no, it's awful. Well, we can be the judges of that. <laughs> okay, next time. Next yeah. time you have me on, I, mean, I will bring some bird. Like a drinking podcast, I'm in. Yes. You know, you cannot. Pretty much. That might be the bubble. Essentially, Yet. this but entire podcasting after network. January. Yeah, is our whole. Drinking. Actually, you guys should come to the party. Yeah, a membership party. We're gonna have a membership party. Bring the bird dog. All right. Details. I don't know what it is. TBA. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Steve probably. Um, We've been talking about back and forth about dates and stuff like that. So we'll we'll announce it. Um, So, do you have any dates coming up? Are you hanging out for the holidays, or what do you have coming up? Man. I should. Mm-hmm. I'm coming on a podcast, so I should have some things to p- promote, but I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, I really wanted to play. There, there's a, uh, a show coming up at the Speakeasy on the 11th. It's a songwriter show oh. um, that, that they're putting together, and uh, they were... Day. I've Greg heard about that. texted Did, me about it. And then I guess maybe Chase Kirby is also helping organize. And then he also texted me. And I'm like, no, you guys keep texting me about this. And I want to so bad that I can't do it. Um, but you know what? I'm just going to plug somebody else's show. I'm not playing, but there will be some great songwriters. And they're actually doing like in the various rooms at the Speakeasy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Actually, Greg was telling me about that. Yeah. Over the weekend. Yeah. So they're, I, and I got the impression that, you know, if I would have played, I could have done a set in one room and then move over and do a set in a different room and mm-hmm. just kind of like totally different genres. Like play. Would you mm-hmm. wear a wig in a different room? I wore a wig on Saturday night for I Halloween. So now, since it's Veterans Day, would you like do one room where you just did Lee Greenwood songs? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would go your to patriotic that. songs. Like, proud oh, of the wow. I don't know. I Maybe don't some know. Toby Keith. <laughs> so, what date is that? I, I, there are a few. Few TK songs I might do. It's the American way. <laughs> <laughs> a boot in your ass song. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I think every time I, I, I Spotify search for, I forget which hip hop song it is. It might be Tomb of the Boom by Outkast. But the next song that just comes up in the list is that Toby Keith song. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's so weird. And so every time I listen to it, and then like, it's don't, you know the Outkast song, and then it's that ridiculously out of tune first chord of that song. It's like, American girls. <laughs> what, what is the name of that song? Because I, I, I think a hundred percent of the time when somebody references, Courtesy they call it of the, the red, white and blue. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. 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 I why always, is that right after tomb of the boom? I have no idea. <laughs> is it from the same era? Huh? Mm. Like 2002, 2003? The, the post nine 11 era. When did uh, a yeah. speaker box love below come out? 2002, 2003. I think it was. Yeah. Same time. Yeah. I don't, maybe that's why. Okay. Same year. Yeah. Or similar year. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are performing for us today. I am. What song did you bring to perform? Uh, I got a song called If Jesus Saves, Then Let Him Buy. Okay. Uh, I like it. So, I, and actually, uh, I decided to play that one because I told Bobby I would give him a, uh, a, what, what did I call it? A consultant a, credit. Well, a, 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 a theological consultant <laughs> credit. A, uh, um, there was actually a point in the song where uh, it mentions mentions the whole thing about G, you know when Jesus turned wa- water into wine at the uh, the wedding, and uh, it references that that story. And uh, and it was a 
I won't get into the, to what the question was. That's not interesting <laughs> at all. But I told Bobby that I would give him a credit on the song if it were ever recorded. So well, that's a perfect song Ask to perform. Dollars, here I come. <laughs> oh yes. So if you get like two million Spotify plays, that means I get a penny. If mm. I get two million Spotify plays, I'm not going to be friends with any of you people. <laughs> no, dude, you'll get like you won't bucks. come back on because <laughs> I will take my twelve dollars that yeah. I made from the royalties <laughs> and I will. You won't bring your bird dog back on here. Go buy some bird. Dogs. Okay. Bye. Bird dog will bring me back. Bird dog will bring me back. But I will buy everybody a case of bird dog. Okay, because we're looking forward to that. (laughs) I want cinnamon. (laughs) Well, guys, it's been such a joy. I mean, I feel like we could probably do this for the next two hours and just hang out. But um, for a little bird dog. (laughs) That's right. This could be our longest podcast ever. Um, Where could people find you guys on social media and the internet? I'll let you go first, Bobby. Where can people so find you? So on Twitter, uh, it's Bobby with a Y. That's the masculine spelling. Bobby <laughs> underscore Griffith. Griffith like Andy Griffith. And you're pretty active on Twitter. Sometimes. I've noticed. Too often. Yeah, too <laughs> <active>. <laughs> Do you guys have a website for City Prez? Or yeah, it is uh, cityprezokc.com. Prez is with an S. Cool. C-I-T-Y-P-R-E-S-O-K-C.com. Okay. So people can tweet you or they can. just message you on the site. Um, cool. And then what about you, Tyler? Where can uh, find well, you? I'm on Twitter, mm-hmm. technically. Mm-hmm. I'm not really on Twitter very often. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. But uh, at Tyler G. Hopkins. It's cool. a very creative name. Mm. Um, or on uh, Facebook, Tyler Hopkins Music um, as well. So Nice. Or But the Midtown Songwriter Series is... Um, on Twitter at OKC Songwriters, mm-hmm. and then I think on Facebook it's just Midtown Songwriters or something like that. I don't know. It'll come up. If yeah, you, you can search it. it. I've, I have found it before. GTS, as, as I always say, just Google that shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Well, we look forward to seeing more from you guys, and we just sure. appreciate what you guys are both doing in the community. Thank you for having us. Oh my gosh, it's just a pleasure. It's yeah. so fun to listen to you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> I can just kick back and drink my anthem and just listen to you guys all night. Um, okay, well, Maybe we're... we should have a morning show. I know. I'm oh, a morning person. So I'm not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to see me in the morning. Maybe we can be the morning zoo. Yeah, you all guys right. could. Yes. <laughs> you guys would be Actually, perfect. okay, I'm going to tell you a little story real quick. Is it the Rick and Brad story? Rick and Brad. Yes. This is a great story. Rick and Brad yes. on the cat broadcast from my house when I was a kid. This is so my, good. my sister won a contest for uh, Father's Day, and they did a broadcast from um, my family's front lawn. No nice. way! Yeah. yeah, my dad actually. So my the reason why they won is because my dad won like a best yard contest because um, his yard is fucking immaculate. Nice. It's it's tiff grass, which is what they use on like golf greens, mm-hmm. and so it's super short. He has to have like a special mower, and he actually mowed. K-A-T-T into the lawn mm-hmm. like a week and a half before so that when it came up it was like the same length as all the other grass but it was like shaded into the lawn or something. I don't know. Nice. It was some sort of magic. But uh, they, yeah, they did actually did a broadcast from, from our front lawn. Do you lawn. have time to tell the Dean Blevins aspect? And there was an ugly tie contest and the winner of the ugly tie contest um, Dean Blevins was going to wear the tie on the news. However... <laughs> the the ugly tie contest was won by my father <laughs> who was wearing a tie that my uncle bought him on Bourbon Street in New Orleans and it was it was a dick tie. That's what it was. <laughs> it, 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 was a, it was a tie that looked just like a penis and included rounded at the end and the whole, you know, had some, so, uh, anyways, the, so it had to be the unofficial winner because they couldn't even desc- they couldn't tell what the tie was on the radio. So he didn't wear it. He did not wear it. He had to wear a different tie that was the actual official winner. So, oh, yeah. dang, I would have loved to see that. Oh, Dino. <laughs> Well, guys, you guys are so wonderful. Thank you so much for being on here. Um, And we can't wait to hear your song. All right. And uh, you can find us at Grounded Sounds on Twitter and Instagram and Grounded Sounds OK on Facebook. Thanks for listening. Thanks for stopping by. (laughs) 
Jesus saved, let him buy. Yes, we sang his songs and I paid his tithe. Oh, with his reputation, you think we drank for free? Only give a damn about weddings in Galilee. Well, the price of gas sure helps a lot of folks. Well, they pulled my rig about three months ago. This empty roughneck roadhouse, only beer joint around. By the Baptist church and the open buildings in town. Jesus saved, let him buy. Yes, when sang his songs and I paid his tithe. Oh, his reputation, you think we drank for free? Only give a damn about weddings in Galilee. miles from here Then the gas boom came Quit college to work with Now gas keeps falling Price of whiskey stays the same So open up me a tab In Jesus' name Jesus saves let him buy. Yes, we sang his songs and I paid his tithe. Oh, his reputation, you think we drank for free? Cause he only give a damn about weddings in Galilee. He only give a damn about weddings. Galilee Thank you very much. Nice. <laughs>